Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, you have just touched down to the number one national football recruiting blog station in the world. I am your host, Dr. B, and I'm here to introduce the dynamic recruiting agency that will assist your athletes in being recruited to a beneficial college or university, known as the Diamond in the Rough Football Recruiting. Now, let's talk football. Diamond in the Rough Football Recruiting seeks to provide an honest evaluation of each athlete's ability, a partnership in your son's future. Our priority is to get your son to the next level. CEO and professional recruiting advisor Robert Denson recognizes the importance of exposure for qualified student athletes based on his personal knowledge of the recruiting industry. Diamond in the Rough has been assisting athletes since 2004 to get to the next level of playing college football while attending to their academic careers. Due to Mr. Denson's business expertise and commitment, Diamond in the Rough has become a national recruiting network. This is a personal and comprehensive program, a partnership that focuses on the evaluation, advisement, and promotion for every athlete to produce in NCAA football. To contact Diamond in the Rough Football Recruiting, please dial 866-259-8271 or view them on the web at www.ditrfr.com. And that is, that is Diamond in the Rough Football Recruiting. Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us tonight uh, for the Diamond Show. I'm Robert Denson, also known as Coach D. I have a very special guest who will be joining and, and assisting me tonight. Uh, I have the great opportunity uh, to have uh, my wife, Teresa Denson. She will be joining us tonight to assist me with all the questions uh, that we have gathered in regards to football recruiting one-on-one for parents, part three. Um, before we, uh, before I bring her on, I guess I'd give you guys to uh, let you know we have another great show lined up for tonight. So let's go ahead and get this show started. Please make sure you're registering for the Eligibility Center by going to www.eligibilitycenter.org. In order to take any official visit, you must be registered with the Eligibility Center. Also, make sure that you're preparing yourself for either the upcoming ACT or ACT. You should be registered for either, the, either one of those tests, and remember to list 9999 for your scores to be sent directly to the NCAA Eligibility Center and 9876 for your scores to be sent to the NAIA Eligibility Center. Here's a list of the SAT dates 
uh, for the remainder of this year. We have one test date. Uh, please make sure you register as soon as possible. That is for the SAT. It's on December 2nd. And for the ACT test date, we is December 9th. Uh, once again, when you do register for either one of the SAT or ACT, make sure that you list not uh, to uh, to list 9999 for your scores to be sent directly to the eligibility center and 9876 for your scores to be sent to the NAIA eligibility center. Once again, for the SAT dates for the remainder of this year, we have December 2nd. We also, for the ACT, we have December 9th. Now to tonight's show, we will continue our series that we've been doing, Football Recruiting 101 for Parents, Part 3. Uh, tonight, we're going to get into uh, a lot of questions and things that's been general, major questions that's been asked around the country in regards to the recruiting process. Uh, once again, as I open up, I have a very special guest, and I'm, I'm pleased to have her joining me tonight. Um, I have my wife, uh, Teresa Denson, uh, going forward. I will be calling her Mrs. Denson going uh, the rest of the show for us questions. How are you doing tonight, Teresa? I'm doing great. Okay. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get into the Q&As. Um, I, I want to try to cover as much as possible. Uh, I'm going to try to finish this series up, but I think we're going to have to do uh, part four. Uh, go ahead with the first question. Okay. Um, the first question is, how will I be able to obtain a college football scholarship? Okay. For 99% of the student athletes out there, uh, what you see on TV is not the process you're thinking for the football recruiting process. Um, football scholarships is a process that uh, what you see on TV is not real. The college recruiting process can be very unforgiving. Most football players need to work very hard in the recruiting process to get a scholarship. There's a lot of misinformation out there about uh, pursuing a uh, football scholarship, so be very careful in that regard. Next question. Um, how do I um, get a college football coach to see what my athletic ability is all about? First of all, there's a evaluation process three ways. You must have quality highlight tape, attend camps, have great football film, and attend combines and camps. Next question. How do I get um, recruited for a football scholarship? The football re recruiting process should start your freshman year. If you're into your senior year and you have not started your recruiting process, you're way behind the eight ball. You need to be identifying and contacting football coaches early and planning what camps you will be attending each summer uh, starting your freshman year. What are college coaches? What type of talent are college coaches looking for? College coaches are looking for student athletes, first of all, that would fit in and help their program succeed. College coaches want to keep their pro, uh, their jobs, receive promotions, and get better jobs. Success on the field is their best way of doing this. 
most most often college coaches are looking for student athletes who are a difference maker that have they hire the level of play the largest emphasis on being measurable size, speed, and raw data. Next question. How important is a highlight video? It is very essential that you have a great highlight video. And what I tell, I've been telling student athletes around the country, due to budget and time restraint, coaches not able to see most prospects in person. They depend highly on good quality highlight videotapes in order to be initially evaluated a prospect uh, to be recruited. Sure, there are college coaches who will prefer to see student athletes in person, either at games, recruiting events, or camps. However, in many cases, in most cases, highlight tapes is the one that introduces a student athlete to a coach. So in the person-to-person in person evaluation, uh, can happen later down the road. It is very essential that you have your highlight tape completed, I would say, by this weekend, especially your seniors that do not have any offers or any type of contact with college coaches. It's very important to have your highlight tape done. And also make sure that your first 30 seconds of your highlight tape is your wild plays. Next question. Are there um, different types of financial aid uh, for, for, more, for majority of the student athletes out there that listen and parents that's listening tonight, uh, the potential college student athletes, there's all different types of packages available. Uh, remember the bottom line, the lower the cost, the less money that a parent would have to take out of their pocket in order to assist their student athlete in going to schools. There's four particular categories that um, institutions, colleges, institutions use. They use need basis, academic, athletic, and leverage. Next question. <clears throat> what if my coach has told me not to worry about the recruiting process? Well, um, it's time to have a heart-to-heart -heart talk with your high school coach. He or she just, just may be concerned about focusing on winning games and not thinking about you down the road. Or maybe they just may not be informed or don't know how the recruiting process works. Or maybe their egos sometimes get in the way. Regardless of the reason, realize your future and your recruitment is up to you. There are many high school coaches who would do everything they can to help a student athlete get recruited. There's many high school coaches out there don't care anything about the recruiting process. Only thing they're concerned about is Friday night with you winning. So I would advise the parents and the student athletes to have a sit down with their high school coach to find out exactly what level you think the student athlete is on and what position and what particular schools have been in contact with you regarding your son um, playing on the next level. So just make sure that you have that heart-to-heart -heart talk with your high school coach. Next question. Does recruiting timing rules affect me? No, really, uh, for the dead periods, the quiet periods, the evaluation periods, the contact periods, the phone call window, the bottom line to all these rules, these rules apply to college coaches to follow.
they do not particularly pertain to student athletes during the recruiting process. So when you hear that it's dead period, contact period, evaluation period, all that is, those are the rules and guidelines that college coaches have to abide by during some uh, periods of the year. Next question. When should I start the recruiting process? Boom. As soon as you realize you want to play college football. Unfortunately, you can't be too early. In fact, in recent survey, more than 65% of college coaches prefer to start the recruiting process during your sophomore year or earlier. <clears throat> Next question. <clears throat> How valuable are exposure events? Okay. If you've been listening to part one where we got into um, the requirements, then um, part two was about the measurables. Just to recap, going to camps, showcases, satellite camps, some of these events are great, but many of these showcases, camps, satellite camps, is a waste of money. A college coach usually goes to camps, showcases, satellite camps, with a plan to watch specific players that they have already on their recruiting list, not to discover new talent. Here's a key word. These college coaches that bring these satellite camps to your particular region, the reason they bring these satellite camps to your particular region, we have student athletes and parents that not, cannot afford to go to their particular university or institution. So they bring these camps to their area where they can come out and evaluate the particular student athlete that they are recruiting. That way they can evaluate them by running them through different drills and things like that. They're not really down here looking for, in your region, looking for new talent. So just keep that in mind. I, I know that we're still in football season, but just keep that in mind in regards to the recruiting process when you start getting these invites to go to these satellite camps to come to our camps on campus. If you don't have a constant contact with a college coach, make sure before you take that trip, remember I said in early in part two or part one, that make sure that if it's more than 150 miles away from your home, it's something to really consider. You got to make sure that you have strong contact with college coaches that's recruiting you where you're just not jumping in a car going to a camp. I'm not saying don't go to exposure events. Please don't get me wrong but to just be very careful when you go to these events and when they're asking you uh, to put up a sum of money uh, in, in regard to these camps. Some of them are very helpful, but a lot of them is cash crowds. Uh, what I mean by cash cow, you just come there, they just tell you thank you for running around for four hours or two hours, and you're not getting anything out of it. So just be very careful when you go to these exposure events like camps, showcases, satellite camps. Make sure that you have a constant contact with college coaches. Okay, next question. How will I know if I am being recruited? Okay. This is how you can find out what the interest is. This is a, a lot of pyramid that's uh, been used for many years. Number one, you receive a letter from a college coach. Number two, college coaches request video or your highlight tape. Number three, college coaches come visit you at school. College coaches send you a text. 
Folks call you, offer you a fisher visit, do a home visit, offer you a scholarship offer, and then the main thing that you want is on the very top of this pyramid, you want to sign that letter of intent. Once again, I would highly recommend that you go back and re-listen to this show afterwards to make sure that you understand the recruiting process. Number one, to find out how the interest is. Number one, if you receive a letter from a college. Number two, a college coach requests your highlight tape. Number three, our college coaches, when they're getting ready to come down uh, mid-November to start visiting you at school, college coach send you a text or make a phone call to you. Offer you official visit. That's for seniors only. Do a home visit uh, with your parents. That means they have already offered you, they're coming to the home to get to know your parents a little bit better. Then they do a scholarship offer, and then you sign the letter of intent. Next question. Does it matter if coaches already know who I am? Just because a coach knows who you are does not mean that they're going to ask you to be a part of their program. Coaches are looking at hundreds of student athletes in your area and thousands across the country. Did the college coach know about all the good players that you that graduated from your area last year? Did all these players get a scholarship? And what kind of offer did they receive? Even if they do know who you are, do they have your stats? The main thing, do they have your grades and highlight tape right in front of them? Are they aware that you are interested in them? Do college coaches across the country know who you are? Why settle for only one and only offer you receive? There's much more to the recruiting process than name recognition. Next question. Should I be completing and returning all of the questionnaires that I am receiving? Yes, you should. Don't put all your eggs in one basket like I guess read earlier. If a school has sent you a questionnaire, that means they have some interest in you or they're thinking about you. Sending them back shows the questionnaire. In addition to completing the questionnaire, that's in the coach a personal note with personal information about you and the school expression interest in you. If you do not return the questionnaire, a coach will move on to another student athlete, as most have done in the past that I have seen. Don't assume that questionnaires is just like junk mail. The questionnaires are very important, the first step in the recruiting process. You go into their database and you express interest in them. This is much more important. Uh, this, is, this is very important during the first step, uh, the first step. So please do not skip the first step. Also, in regards to the questionnaire, I'm going to give you some good information. Any questionnaire is going to ask you for your top five schools. So who should be the number one school on that questionnaire? Not the school, not your dream school. It should be the school that sent you the questionnaire. Because, for example, I'm just using an example, Florida State, Miami, Central Florida. Central Florida sent you a questionnaire. Would you list Florida, Florida State, or Central Florida first? You should be listing Central Florida first, and the other two schools in whatever order you would like to listen. But whoever's sending you the questionnaire, 
they're going to ask you what is your top five schools. The number one school should be the school that sent you the questionnaire. That's just a little advice for listening to Football Recruiting 101 for Parents Part 3. Next question. What does a camp invite mean? Well, for some of the top-tier student-athletes, it is very important. But most camp invites, they invite hundreds of players to attend. They might even call the camp an elite or invite-only camp. Think about this here. If 300 players are invited to pay $500 each for the camp, the school would make $150,000 in just a few days. They may only have one roster spot available, but they have invited as many players as possible to generate more revenue. Camps are not evil, all evil. Just make sure you understand what a camp invite means and make sure that you're targeting camps that make sense for you and your parents in the recruiting process. Next question. If I am getting contacted by colleges, why do I need to do anything else? Remember, like I said earlier, receiving contact from a college is better than not receiving one at all. But it does not mean that you are being recruited by a college. Some colleges will send out thousands of questionnaires each year, essential if they are running camps that are huge revenue source for their programs. It's a good sign to receive letters and even phone calls, but do not make the mistake of thinking a college is going to recruit you or make you a scholarship offer just because they send you your questionnaire. Other players are competing, competing with you for the same roster spot at a school that is showing interest in you disappear overnight. So make sure when you get these questionnaires, um, I'm pretty sure questionnaires will begin to go out. Today is November 1st. Questionnaires will begin to go out. Make sure that you're completing those as quick as possible, especially if you don't have any interest. And to be honest with you, 95% of all Division I schools have completed their class for 2018. Let me repeat that. 95% of all Division I schools have completed their recruiting process for the class of 2017. I mean, 20, yeah, 2018. When the college coaches begin to come down here in mid-November and through the month of December, they're coming down to close the deals on the student athletes that they have already recruited. Also, they're looking at the next year class or the next two-year classes in regards to the recruiting process. So now's the time to start looking at your Plan B, FCS schools, Division II, Division III, NAIA schools. So start to begin to look at those particular schools. Don't follow this slogan that if I can't play Division I football, I'm not going to play ball at all. So please take my advice that I'm uh, passing on to you tonight. It is time to start looking at your other options. Next question. What are some of the criteria um, I should look for in a college? First of all, you want to look for a good fit for you. A good question to ask yourself, not your parents, yourself, is would I still go to this school if it was not playing my sport? 
does the college have the academic program and social features that I'm suited that is suited for you? Do you want to be fairly close to home, or do you want to be three hundred three thousand miles away from home? Do you want to attend a big school, a medium-sized school, or a small school? Are you willing to attend a church, uh, I mean, a, re a religious school or not? So those are the things you should be looking for in choosing the right school. Don't choose a school because of the logo or the head coach. Next question. My parents and I um, plan to write to several colleges to see if they are interested in me. Will that work? Oh, yes, that definitely works. Um, contact as many schools as possible. The first step is being uh, probably evaluate yourself, then start targeting the schools that more than, I'd say, 20 schools. Send them letters. Don't email. I'm giving you some information. Go back to the old way that we used to do the recruiting process. Don't send emails. Don't send text messages. Put all your information in U.S. mail or FedEx or whatever and send it directly to that position and coach. We have got away from the old way that we used to do things in regards to the recruiting process. Uh, you know, I have told the story many times. I had a coach that uh, I was attending the convention. Uh, one year he showed me his phone. He had over 20,000 emails and another 40,000 text messages that he had emails responded to. So if you're sending him an email, you're probably in that 20,000 or 30,000 where he is going to delete after signing day. So what I suggest, once you find the institutions that you want to target, I would suggest that you put it in a U.S. mail along with how to go and watch your highlight tape, you know, how to, you know, how to get in contact with your pertinent information in regards to uh, the rec recruiting pod, uh, process, you know. Um, remember, you have to be proactive in the recruiting process. Uh, we're going to stop there for tonight. Uh, we're going to have part four uh, next Wednesday night. Don't forget to like us and follow us on Facebook and YouTube at Diamond and the Rough Football Recruiting, and follow us on social media at DITRFR. Also, please do not forget to download our program on iTunes at Diamond Show. Also, refer the show to a friend, a teammate, or another parent. If you have any general questions or suggestions for show topics, please give us a call at 866-259-8271, extension 11. Thank you for taking the time out to join us. We know that your schedule is very busy. Uh, please join us uh, next Wednesday night. We will continue part four in regards to the recruiting process 101 for parents part four. Everyone have a great night. And once again, I would like to thank my, my wife for joining me tonight with uh, um, presenting the questions to me. Everyone have a great night.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.